0: So uh, my full name is uh, jebe Ogo Lund, very, uh, very Danish, (laughs) very Danish (laughs) name, Uh, hard to pronounce.
1: Welcome to the Show Up and Surrender podcast, where we invite you to show up for yourself and surrender to whatever you find there.
2: Join us for honest and open conversations about how we practice showing up and surrendering in our daily lives.
1: Marcella is an applied psychologist with a passion for being the imperfect example of how to live wholeheartedly, She helps others reconnect to their own emotions and thoughts, to become a more whole and connected person, you know, instead of just a walking, talking head.
2: Biddy is a yoga teacher who is fascinated by the mind-body connection and conscious movement. When you bring these things together, you create the yummiest blend. She uses all this to help people find what it is they need to feel the best they can.
1: We started Show Up and Surrender because when we work together, we create things that inspire us. By sharing our conversations, we hope that they will inspire you too.
2: Okay, well, this episode is the first one where just one of us is talking to someone we invited Yes. And this time it's Yeppe, and you are talking to him. And what I like, because I wasn't there when we you recorded it, but I love to listen back to the conversation you had. And um, it's really special to kind of notice a pattern, not only of the people we invite, because, well, you'll explain how you got to know him in the, in the podcast, but I got to know him via you, via our own Instagram account Jeppe is really a special um, I think everyone we invite is someone who has is going through life and then at one point in their lives find out okay so the way I'm living it now is maybe not working for me anymore so I need to dig deeper or find something else for me to continue living and I think that's the same story you and I have and I think that maybe that's the case for everyone who chooses to go on this consciously living path and trying to figure out what, what do I want to do in life? So I guess that's a really yeah nice way to notice that that's what everyone in our podcast and everyone that we invite, uh, what binds them together.
1: Yes. Yeah, absolutely. It was a little odd doing it for the first time without you somehow. Yeah. I
2: missed you. And it's
1: still a really, it's a wonderful conversation. But do you want to tell us a little bit about why you weren't there? Why I wasn't there. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I will. Because actually it was a really special lesson for me uh, that I wasn't there. Because it was a day, I don't even really remember what was going on. But I felt horrible. And I was really crying my eyes out. And I believe I even sent you a picture. of You did. Look at me. This is not, I cannot... Well, I could breathe, but that was basically the only thing I could do in that moment. Just cry and breathe.
1: Yeah, that photo broke my heart. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. (laughs) And I uh, I started taking pictures of myself crying because I want to remember those moments as well and see that those are valuable moments in my life. Um, Apart from the happy moments Mm -hmm. um, that are also valuable to me. Uh, but that was not the the point the point was what i really learned from this situation where i have a commitment towards you and towards our podcast and where i'm really excited about what i do that the word commitment got a really different um, uh, meaning to me because commitment i usually think of something committing to like the form of it. So we meet at that time, at that place, we record this with with this person. So really like all the, um, yeah, kind of like the things you can see or th- or think about with each other. But from this experience and a few other experiences the last couple of weeks, <clears throat> I noticed that commitment is not to... Those things, the time, the place, the what are we going to do, but about the connection we have and the podcast itself. So it's more about can I honor what I need while we're making this. So what we are talking about, can I really live that, even if that means that I have to skip a podcast and not talk to someone. So it's a different. I'm I'm not sure if it I bring it over, bring it off, that, like how I mean it, but. Um, it's a different kind of commitment. It's the commitment to yourself, to the relationship you have and to show up as you are and honoring that instead of thinking it should look like this. Maybe that's a better way to put it.
1: Yeah, and I think it's, it shows the commitment to being your truest self. Yeah. And and I love that because in that it's, it also honors the, the connection that you and I have. And I, I love that because... It's so easy to think that um, by changing plans you're not honoring something, but yeah yeah it's not true it's it's especially because the way we went about it as well because it's an open conversation and we were just seeing what we would do about it and the only thing I worried about it's so interesting how that goes right The only thing mm-hmm. I worried about when we decided that I would talk to Yep alone because that appointment had taken some time to set up Schedule. and we, we yeah. didn't want to reschedule it but the one thing that i was worried about is like oh i hope she's okay with this because i knew that it must be so hard to not do it where i can probably imagine that on the other end, you were worried that i would be okay with it yeah which, yeah
2: <laughs> that you had to do it alone and that i felt guilty and we talked about this as well that i felt guilty that i was letting you down yeah and then you so beautifully said well first of all in life, we let people down, so you know that's life. Yeah. <laughs> Take it. But on the other side, um, you're not letting me down because this is what we do. And the promise to each other is that we show up as ourselves and be honest about what we need, and not do something because we promised. Yeah, yeah. So that was a really valuable lesson behind the scenes of this amazing podcast episode.
1: Yeah. Oh, thank you for sharing that because I yeah. think. A lot of people might recognize the struggle yeah. when you make a commitment and then life happens and things yeah. change, right? <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah, and then there's one last thing that we yeah. want to tell you.
1: That's, that's another thing going on in the background is me dealing <laughs> with perfectionism and thinking, oh this isn't good enough because yep. the sound quality is not all that good. Um, and I knew b- before we went in that there might be a few tricky things and I thought I could do it in the edit afterwards, but it turns out you can only do so much, at least I can only do so much. And the sound quality, especially on Yep's end, is not the best because he was taking time out for our conversation while he was away for the weekend. So the things that he had with him to record this uh, talk were very limited, so we did the best we could, and we thought about it. We talked about it. We both listened to it, and in the end, we agreed that the conversation itself is good enough, or actually, so good that it's we, yeah, yeah, that it's valuable yeah. enough to put out there, even though we are not fully happy with the quality of the sound. So we hope that that's the case for you as well, and. I think we will just let you listen now mm. to Yep. Yes. I'm so go. happy that we are doing this because I think I started um, following you on Instagram about two or three years ago. And I've seen the content of your Instagram just change over the years and the way that it is now, it is become such a beautiful place to go on online for me because you make these beautiful short videos that are very inspirational, both to listen to and to look at. And I was really happy that we got to connect and that you agreed to come on our podcast because I think you are such a wonderful partner to talk about showing up for yourself and surrendering to what you find there. Cause I think it's something that you are very much invested in as well. Um, can you tell me maybe a little bit about how you show up for yourself?
0: Sure. I, in this present moment, I just uh, in...
1: whichever comes to mind first. Okay. I'm curious about everything, so whatever you want to share.
0: Like so, I guess. Uh, I guess this. Um, um, this kind of leads into the backstory a little bit, but mm-hmm. I would say that one of my main challenges in life. Is uh, is that I'm being incredibly uh, hard on myself? <laughs> that will be like uh, one of my main challenges, which I think you know we uh, I share with a lot of people. But allowing myself to take great care of myself, allowing myself to relax, um, allowing myself to feel the love that is within myself and is present all the time. To me, that is the greatest, um, the greatest practice of self-care. Mm-hmm. Simply allowing, allowing to receive that love that is already there, and it's still to this day here. You know, it's still something that I work on. It's not something that uh, changed overnight, and I can still get small reminders of that. Um, but I find that in showing up for myself, you know, I I allow myself to to rest deeply in uh, in who i am and i find acceptance and peace in that i would say that's actually the the greatest way i can think of in terms of um of showing off for myself so it's not necessarily in in my case i don't think necessarily it's a lot of of doing in a sense it's it's actually uh more more uh, a process of, of letting go and
1: yeah.
0: uh and finding acceptance rather than uh,
1: Action. I think that's very much what um, what we mean when we talk about the surrender part, right? I think the word surrender, it can be explained in many ways, but the way that we see it is allowing yourself to be in whatever you find in any given moment. And I think that's, that's pretty much what you're describing as well, right? Being okay with just being in the way things are, being with the way that you feel and that's hard sometimes, I think. I think it's so easy, especially in our world today, to just find distractions and keep going so you don't have to dive deep, right? You touched a little bit on your backstory, and of course I know a little bit about it already, but could you tell us maybe a little bit on your journey to where you are now? How How did you come to this point?
0: Yeah, so so first of all, growing up, I um, I was, Struggling a lot with uh, with certain difficulties, I had uh, really poor concentration. And I had a hard time <laughs> sitting still. Um, I was uh, confirmed to be a dyslexic, so I couldn't spell or read either. Uh, I was stuttering, so I had the speaking difficulties too. And then, you know, like one of the main causes of all of this was the was the great anxiety I was also struggling with. And I found that these difficulties here, you know, it uh, it really made it impossible for me to really to really function in the way that is uh, expected, I guess. So I wasn't really performing well in school. I wasn't doing <laughs> well in any field, really. And this, you know, this uh, beside all those difficulties, I think the main thing, you know, it really created this uh, great lack of confidence and uh, self worth, and um as time moved on, you know, I began, you know, I always had this thought here, you know, if, if only I could be like everybody else. That was mm. always my my greatest dream, you know, if I could just. I know that a lot of people, you know, they want to stand out, but in my case, you know, I just wanted to fit in, basically. I just wanted to be a part of all the things that were going on, and it just wasn't happening for me. Yeah. And so after school, you know, I was so focused on I wanna, I wanna fix this, you know, I wanna change this uh, aspect here. And so I uh, I went to, making a long story shorter. You know I I went through a lot of different things, and I ended up going to India to meditate for half a year at a monastery. So imagine like you come from Denmark, you know Europe, and you know I never been outside of Europe, and I went straight to India, and I ended up at this monastery here, and I just was like, what's going going on here? How old were you then? I was uh, early twenties, maybe. I oh, wow that's a big <laughs> <Yeah>. leap <laughs> and i went i went there alone because i couldn't find anybody at my age that wanted to go spend six months at a monastery obviously you know people had to go do something exciting and i was go- <laughs> i was going there <laughs> to uh, to do this so i went there and you know i i i felt like a failure once again you know i i had the same associations because i had in school because like i said i had such a hard time focusing and uh, and, and breathing and all these but I ended up staying there. And after a few months I had a talk with a friend of mine back in Denmark and we spoke and, uh, after like an hour, she interrupted me and she said, you know, I don't know if you noticed, but you're not, you're not stuttering anymore,
1: Wow. stuttering.
0: And then I was like, wow, what is going on? Like, is this, you know, is this really the case is, are we, are we able as human beings to, to change this much, you know, because I was so convinced this was never going to end and so began another journey of like, you know, being able to, um, to share this with as many people as possible to, uh, to do all of this. And it took me really far in, in, in terms of like, now I was able to do much more things than I was before. But I guess the main thing about the story here is that although everything was changing for me, like I was experiencing, I guess the success that I really wanted when i was younger right i was able to fit in i was able to perform i was able to to do more things now but my sensation of self-worth and and true lack of confidence you know the self-love was still not existing i was still pushing myself very hard i was uh, i was still being like i said before i was still being very very hard on myself mm-hmm. and uh, and i found that you know no matter how much i i had changed and no matter how many successes I, I had I, I still feel this great lack inside of me so that led to a whole nother level but I think I think it's so important you know we all have this one thing that we think is going to change our lives and we <laughs> always think you know once I get to this place here my life is going to get so much better you know yeah and um and what I realized was that the real the real relief like what I was actually looking for. And I can't help but getting a little bit emotional every single time I talk about this. Uh, But like the real thing I was actually looking for was um, like was there all along. You know, there was nothing, like it was with me from the very early years and it was there right now. And um, in the work I do now with the clients and the people I help, that is always my main focus of like, although I work as a coach and personal guidance, you know, and, uh, and growth and personal development is, uh, it's a really big, uh, you know, center of what I do in, you know, and people, you know, they want to come and create change, all these things there. Um, you know, I am never in doubt that, that what we're all looking for, you know, is, is usually right next
1: to us. <laughs> I don't I don't yeah. know if you heard um it's in one of the earlier podcasts that we made where we explained why we chose the name show up and surrender and I I'm, I'm getting a little bit emotional with you as we go there but oh, yeah. what what you yeah. said um really resonates with me because the first time I heard the term show up and surrender was in a coaching session with Marcella the mm. the other host of the podcast. And we had a, um, uh, walking coaching session and we were out in nature. And, um, at some point she pointed at a field and said, so if that field is filled with everything that you hope and wish for, can you imagine what would be there? What would you see there? And then at the end of the session, when we came back to that field, my conclusion was everything I want is actually already here. I am just rushing past it because I think I need to do more. I need to do better. But actually all I have to do is show up in my field and surrender to all the beautiful things that are already there. So I very much understand what you're saying that it's sometimes you need to travel so far to come back to where you started, right? And noticing how much you actually have. Yeah. Yeah beautiful and
0: like and like you said you know it's uh what i think is the important part is that we have to walk this journey yeah like we have to to walk it ourselves and sometimes you know we need to get that that thing that we want whether it be like the big car or like the money or yeah. or or just you know the ability to to be able to perform like everything it, it, it doesn't matter sometimes we need that and we need to see that before we we notice how how very little it means to us yeah um but but obviously there's also a para there's also a certain development there in in the change of perspective but um but maybe the approach is not so much in in uh, fast-paced action and all these things maybe it's more you know uh a matter of uh, of being still more and uh, and that acceptance of that and i think uh I think what you said there is also so beautiful, you know, in terms of like, you know, being able to, to, uh, to be there with what, what is already present. So I think that's, um, yeah, that's beautiful.
1: Yeah. I love that you also, cause you said you started as a yoga teacher, right? Your journey. Yeah. So are you still teaching yoga now? I
0: am, I am not, <laughs> I, I am not at the moment. Uh where we live at the moment you know it's so it's not really close to any any studio or anything like that i would i would love to and uh i uh when we do retreats sometimes you know there's a a morning a morning ritual that is mm-hmm. yoga so there's definitely something about that um and it's been a big big part of my uh, my my path as well uh i began teaching the yoga and i think as many other yoga teachers have experienced is that you help people with the poses and you instruct them. And then afterwards, sometimes you will have a, a coaching session. Although you're not, <laughs> you're not prepared for that. You know, you, you help somebody it's uh, you help somebody in a certain physical pose, uh, and you, you guide them through and that just unlocks a lot of different things. Yes. And, uh, and so, you know, I guess that was one of my first experiences of like, although I didn't know what I was doing, like, and I even told my students, you know, I'm not prepared for this. I, I don't, you shouldn't listen, listen to, to uh, or, or, or like take, you know, anything I say, you know, as a, but, um, but, you know, I, I still found that, that uh, having these conversations there and seeing how it could impact people's lives was very inspiring to me. And so that inspired me to like, you know, I want to be able to serve people better. I want to be able to help them, help them better. And that, that really inspired all of this. But I think if you choose the field of yoga, you know, you could choose anything else, spinning or fitness or something like that. You know, there is like this, um, I guess, spiritual aspect to this, uh, form of exercise and meditation. And so, you know, um, it was a very very uh, good uh, gateway i guess into into all of that so you know it changes all the time but i think because my own transformation happened with uh, meditation especially in yoga uh, you know that was a great way for me to start uh, yeah. to begin there and so uh still to this day with all of my clients if they have the time and uh you know if if they they feel like it i always recommend meditation as a as a practice because it just yeah, it's a, uh, it's a very good uh, investment. Of, of oh, I
1: agree. Yes, uh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I, I love what you said, because I, I notice it too teaching yoga that it's such a beautiful way to see how everything is connected, right? Once people connect to what's happening in their body, it unlocks all these other doors that might otherwise have remained closed. And to be able to facilitate that to give people an opening to reach other parts of themselves is I think something amazing. And it's inspiring to me that it, it made you want to dive deeper into that, because that is what got you into coaching, right? Did I get that? Right? Yeah. Yeah. When you advise people to meditate, do you have any tips that maybe you can share with our listeners as well? Because I know for A lot of people. Way back when, the first time I heard about meditation, I was like, "I can't sit still in cross-legged position for an hour." (laughs) You know, there's this perception of what meditation is. But can you maybe share a little bit of how you see it? How you advise people to start? Maybe.
0: Sure, sure. Uh, This morning here, I I just shared uh, another lesson on my on my page. And I know it was going to be a bit controversial. <laughs> because uh, now I'm intrigued. Yeah, because, yeah, 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 I know, I know. Uh, uh, but um, but essentially, you know, I am a bit uh, unorthodox when it comes to the meditation. Uh, if I have to specify, I'm not so much interested in in meditation as I am in meditative experiences. And what I mean by that is that whenever I have people who are in- incredibly busy. And uh, they're doing a lot, you know, and I begin just to mention meditation. You should see the blood draining from their faces yes. and like, oh yeah. my God, you know, I, I have kids, like I have, I have a full-time job, like I, I'm commuting two hours a day, you know, how are you, uh, how are you going to expect me to, uh, to sit down for like 20 minutes? Yeah. And, um, and, and so, you know, that, that really inspired me a lot in terms of like, how, how can, what is the very first step? And so today I shared a certain lesson where I talk about deep, getting deep breath. And uh, and one of the very first steps I find that is the easiest thing to apply is agreeing with yourself that when you're doing things in your life, like when you're having certain activities, you're limiting yourself to only doing one thing at a time. So if I'm if I'm brushing my teeth, I am just brushing my teeth if i'm taking out the trash i am just taking out the trash and the more the more awareness i can bring to these seemingly uninteresting events like the more i can just like put down my phone or try not to organize when i'm doing it or try not to think about what i'm going to have for dinner the more i can just be present with these moments there like if you choose three different activities during a day and just be present with that you know if you have to leave your office chair to go to the bathroom you know you're just allowing yourself wow i'm just going to take a break now and i agreed with myself i don't have to do anything else i just have to be here and uh, not only you know are you going to do it much quicker but you're actually you're actually getting rest in that moment as well and uh people get excited because wow i don't have to i don't have to take any time out you know i just i just have to do what i do now but just do it differently. And I think, like I said, you know, it's not the, the end of the road. It's not like the end game of like, you know, there's much more work to be done, but this is a really great way. And once people get back from just a week doing, it, they're really excited because, wow, you know, I had these great moments. They're like, what What else can I do? Well, you know, you can try and, and sit down and, and just focus on your breathing for a while. And people, wow, you know, it seems manageable. All of a sudden. So, you know, it's, I always get excited, you know, getting in deep with, with other coaches, you know, and talking about the deep techniques and all these things here, but you know, the, the greatest techniques are the ones you use. <laughs> I find. And, and the ones that work for you at that moment, right? Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> exactly. And so I, I, I found that to be very, very, uh, you know, to be, uh, to be the main focus, especially when working with people who are at all different levels and, uh, you know, Really focusing on what is going to help this person the most right now, and so uh, yeah. Did that make sense? Did you get? Absolutely, I I love, I love it. It's it's very
1: nice (laughs) because you're so in tune with the theme of my classes this past week because it was all about moving with awareness and being in the moment and um, keep keep bringing people back to like, it's okay. And of course, because your mind is going to wander because we are so used to it. But then to be forgiving to yourself when your mind wanders and just come back to this moment. And I found that one of the very first experience I had with really just consciously choosing to focus on nothing else except what I was doing was um, in a teacher training I did Uh, with Lizzie Lasseter, and she gave us homework. She said, your homework is to go out and buy your very favorite thing to eat, whether it's a piece of cake or a chocolate or maybe it's a plate of pasta. Whatever it is, it has to be your favorite. And you can do nothing else but eat it. Don't talk. (laughs) Don't look at your phone. No music. Just focus on the food. And that was such a perfect way for me, it was a good gateway to enter into doing things with full awareness because I chose a lemon meringue pie. And even now thinking back on it, I can still, you know, remember what happens in your mouth when the moment you take that first bite, the taste and your eyes almost automatically closing because of the focus that you have. So I love, I love what you're saying, it's very uh, much something that I try to do. Like you said, it's not this switch, right? Like, oh, I know what to do now. And then suddenly everything works. It's, it's a practice. It really is a practice. I'm, we're of course going to post links to uh, your Instagram and your website, but could you tell us maybe a little bit more about, um, what people do, can do with you coaching wise, like what, what kind of people. Well, I'm I'm gonna go ahead and guess that everyone could benefit from coaching. But do you have a certain focus?
0: I think. Uh, I mean, now from from what you said, you know, I, I um, you know, I, the people I work the most with, obviously, you know, is uh, is people I can relate to. Sense of like, you know, they we share some of the same topics. And sometimes I meet people, and I'm like, wow, what the, uh, what do we have in common exactly? Because sometimes. You know, when, when people contact and, and they want to get in touch and they want to work together. I am sometimes wondering what, what brought us together. Like what, you know, and then as we get into the conversation, I'm like, wow, you know, I can really relate to this person. And then I guess it goes both ways. So, you know, it's really, it's really people who, in some sense, I think share mostly this, uh, this sensation here of, uh, of being incredibly hard on, on themselves. And, uh, you know, having a, a struggle to find uh, this deep rest within. A um, lot of the clients I had, you know, they had achieved some of the things that they wanted in life, all these things here, but they still lack this great sensation here of, like, this fulfillment, this final fulfillment here. So it's really a wide, wide spectrum of different clients. And I guess, you know, if, if, uh, if you took a look at all of them, you would say, wow, they're so different at the same time. Some of the students I work with also, you know, have some of the complete same traits as I did. You know, they're stuttering, facing anxiety, feeling stressed. Um, these things here, yeah, that is very common. And and obviously, you know, I, I get very, very excited when when working with people who, who also stutter and um, the way that we can go through this. And, and usually when people come to me, that's, that's stuttering. They went through all these, um, I don't know what you call it in English, actually, uh, you know, dialect coaches, like, you know, where you focus in on, on the...
1: On on, pronunciation on the- and yeah. yeah
0: exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's very common. You know, when you stutter, you know, it's kind of like any other thing. You know, we always treat the symptoms, not necessarily the root cause. So, you yes. know, if you're stuttering, well, then you go to a speaking, speaking uh, coach for them. But then, you know, as we begin to work together, We focus way more on the self-worth. We focus way more on like what, what is the root cause of, uh, of the speaking difficulty, like why, what, why did you pick this up in the first place? What assumptions is about it? And what is incredible to watch is that, you know, whenever we, we leave the session, I'm always like, don't focus so much on, on the speaking, you know, don't, don't value yourself from like how much they started today. Don't necessarily go into that, just focusing. On this love here for yourself this feeling of self-worth like that's that should be your focus you know the more you can expand this feeling here the better and one thing is to watch people not stutter anymore like you know that is that is incredible but but to hear them come to a place of like you know even if i stutter i don't care <laughs> it doesn't matter to me that to me is Perfect. even yeah. even better you know what i mean like so yes. so. Obviously, you know, they, we might begin our conversation based on a on a sensation of like I want to fix this, but to get to a place where you can and now I get emotional again, we're getting to a getting to a place where you can love yourself, although you have the stuttering. Yeah, I think that is wow. That yeah, that just shakes my core every single time because that is that is beyond beyond uh, whatever you're facing right now because. You know, we're all facing challenges, difficulties. And sometimes we work on something and we're like, wow, it's gone, you know. And then <laughs> a few months later, we, we fall back into it or something like that. And I feel like, you know, we are, we are never, we're never in, in control of, of like how we are necessarily on a certain day, of like how the world situation is. Like, you know, we're not in, in control of what's necessarily happening spontaneously to us. But the fact that we're able to forgive ourselves, love ourselves, accept ourselves. I feel like there's almost, almost, almost always room for that, you know, if we're in the right mind. And so for these, uh, for these people here coming to a place of like, you know, one thing is the stuttering or like the situation I'm experiencing, the stress at work or like my, my all, all these challenges here, but, still to this day here i still find it in my heart to love myself and accept myself for that i think i think that is truly the greatest uh, the greatest thing we can aspire to
1: i love that i'm just going to let that linger for a moment because that is mm. so beautifully said yeah it's it's mm. It's so interesting, right? How it's always the hardest to love ourselves. We can give love to the people we're close to unabundantly often, but to give it to yourself can be such a challenge, I think. Yeah. So what a beautiful thing to be able to help people achieve that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is there anything that you want to talk about that we haven't touched on yet? Because this, I'm, I'm going to throw the ball back to you. Because yeah. I'm just going to yeah. let your yeah. words sit with me for a moment.
0: You're <laughs> so nice. Uh, um, it's a good question. I, I find that uh, that we touched on so many things in in this uh, in this session here, and and like I said in the beginning, you know, we are we're constantly focusing so much on. On doing <laughs> yes on uh and also the work with the clients, you know so many are coming with uh with like you know what what are the words of wisdom like you know, <laughs> what, uh, give me the recipe <laughs> what, give me the recipe, you know, and give me the steps you know and uh and in the process of of uh, of the work I do you know it's uh I, I tell people like you know uh it's like ninety percent listening and ten percent question in a way, and so you know I guess. If, if anything, for the last time here, you know, I would, I would actually like to, to ask the listeners some questions.
1: Please. Yes.
0: You know, um, in terms of like, in terms of like, for, for reflection to, to the future here, because all the things we're talking about is going in under the, the self-care. And uh, we talked about the meditation and uh, there's definitely some things that we can apply. But at the same time, I also find that, that everyone that I'm working with, you know, we are, we are much more wiser on ourselves than we allow ourselves to think. And, um, and I guess some people could go away from this conversation and thinking, well, I need to do this and that. And, you know, that's what, what that was what, that's what, <laughs> recommended in the session but uh but at this moment here as people are listening right now like what is what is the main thing that you can do for yourself right now that's going to allow yourself to love yourself even more like what is the most loving thing you can do to yourself in this moment here as you leave this conversation and what is the greatest way of of uh, what is the greatest expression of self-care that you can practice today and throughout this week here? And when we say this, you know, once again, being open to the to the spontaneous, spontaneousness of it as well. So what what might apply today is like wow, self-love today might be a one thing, but then tomorrow it might be another. So constantly trying to tune into this and ask this question here with a fresh perspective but aside from once again all the tools that we spoke about you know what is what is the greatest way of self-love the greatest expression at this very moment here I can do for myself
1: beautiful i i'm I'm hoping people maybe will be willing to share at some moment point, the things that they chose to do for Mm -hmm. themselves. I would love that. Oh, thank you so much, Yepa. This was really amazing. Of course, we are going to share Yepa's website and Instagram so you can connect with him and hopefully follow his journey and maybe go a little bit with him on that journey at some point. Um, I know you also have links to your books and ways to Mm -hmm. connect with you, and there's beautiful videos to be enjoyed. So I highly recommend that once people have done their act of self love towards themselves, that some point later this week, they take a moment to look at the beautiful things you offer. Thank you so much for this talk. It's meant uh, a lot to us to both Marcella and myself, that you said yes, when we asked you to come on as a guest, because we are both very much inspired by you. So thank you so much for that. And I hope Thank maybe you, uh, at some point we can meet again. I would love that.
0: Absolutely. And it's been such a pleasure. Like I'm so incredibly inspired by all the work that you, you guys are doing as well. And, uh, I find, you know, that that's also the title of the um, show Up and surrender. You know, I, I just love that so much, like, uh, because, because, you know, Sometimes, you know, we we think of surrender as, uh, you know, as being inactive or like, you know, it's, uh, you know, so in order to show up, you know, there's a certain, there's a certain, um, um, there's a certain path in that and a certain action in that at the same time allowing us to surrender. So I wish I had taken that. You can borrow it. I think, I think, I think it's brilliant, you know, and I think the work with you you're doing with this podcast as well you know um, it's really incredible so it's a real pleasure of mine and such an honor to 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 be a, a part of this so
2: thank you so much
1: before we go we have a special announcement
2: this september we are hosting our very first show up and surrender weekend retreat and we are inviting you for two and a half days in a beautiful forest location in the netherlands and we would love it if you would join us
1: So send us an email at hello at showupandsurrender.com so you can be the first to know the details of our retreat. You can already mark your calendars for September 17, 18, and 19. Thank you for listening to Show Up and Surrender, hosted by Marcella and Biddy. We hope you enjoyed listening.
2: Make sure to follow us wherever it is you listen to your podcasts. And don't forget to subscribe. If you really like us and want to give us some love, write us a review.
1: At showupandsurrender.com, you can find information about us and also any links that we may have promised you in this episode.
2: To stay in touch with us, please follow us on Instagram or send an email to hello at showupandsurrender.com. We'll be back with another episode soon.